Come on. Welcome to Life Blood REI and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Stephanie Casper. Welcome, Stephanie. Thanks, George. Super excited to have you. Stephanie is the VP and head of sales with Lending Home. They're an organization using innovative technology to simplify the financing process for real estate investing projects. Stephanie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Great. Well, I uh, a little bit about me. I, I grew up in a suburb of Boston, um, surrounded by tons of family rooting for Boston sports teams and spending summers on Cape Cod. It was a pretty great small town USA kind of upbringing. Um, but I became passionate and interested in passionate about and interested in real estate after watching my grandfather um, buy properties. Uh, he had. He was a depression era, first generation American. And just uh, if he had extra cash, he would buy real estate uh, in his neighborhood and um, really inspired my own investment goals. I, I kind of found my way to lending after sort of playing on the equity side of real estate for many years and, and even started my industry and uh, started my career in the hospitality industry. Um, I joined the this financing or institutional capital really for single family residential investors kind of early in its life. Um, it really emerged out of the, uh, the the Great Recession, right? In 2008, 2009, um, institutional capital started paying attention to residential real estate investing uh, at all sides, so equity and debt, and uh, and got into, the, into lending uh, back in 2015 in this capacity. Um, and I have loved seeing how it's grown, uh, right? I, I was at a conference two weeks ago in Miami and there were 1400 attendees all interested in single family residential investing. Uh, yeah. and, and just amazing to see that. Um, and I've been with Lending Home here since January of 2020, right before COVID sort of shut us in our houses. So it was an interesting time to change jobs, but it has been a, a great uh, a great run here. and. And I'm excited about helping investors finance acquisitions, um, finance rental properties uh, with lending home. Um, a little bit more about me. I, I live with my husband, splitting time between Arizona and California. And uh, this summer we closed on our fourth and fifth rental properties. So I'm an investor in this space as well. I, I put my money where my mouth is, I guess. And um, I have a, a serious shoe habit and I'm a huge New England sports fan still, even though I haven't lived in the Northeast in many, many, many years. Um, and I love to cook and I'm a big reader and kind of just an overall real estate geek as well. Nice. Love it. Fascinating. Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. How long has, has America been just super passionate about about rental real estate and fixing and flipping when there's 1400 people at a conference you were just at that, that that's, that that's an amazing thing. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's incredible. If, if you think about it, it's not a new idea, right? Mm -hmm. Investing in rentals um, it is sort of an age old strategy. And, and, and you see that in the makeup of, of who the investors are in the space, right? While all the big Wall Street firms are really the ones getting the attention uh, in the news right now, they're buying up you know, homes across America. That's sort of been the, 
the media spin on things. The reality is, um, I think it's something like 90% of all residential rental properties in the US are owned by folks that own 10 or fewer. Mm-hmm. And, and the number shifting now, it might be 88% or, or something of that nature, but it, it's always been dominated by the small guy uh, like me and like my grandfather. Um, and so, but it's really interesting to see the amount of institutional capital that is very interested in investing in the space. And that, that really sh- kind of came through at, at that conference uh, at, down in Miami. Yeah, I appreciate that. So how has how has the way that 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 people buy or finance rentals, those those operators that we're talking about, that ninety percent or eighty eight or whatever, uh, they they own ten or less, but that, that that's who really controls the market. Um, how has that how how has the way that they've done that changed over the years? Sure. So I think it used to be really dominated by cash. And, and kind of your local like hard money lender, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm talking about guys that were charging in the low teens and a couple, three, four points maybe, because there really wasn't um, institutional debt available out there. That has really evolved. And, and now there's a, there's, was a massive proliferation of, of you know, acquisition and, and rehab financing, which is you know, lending home has been in the space doing fix and flip and fix and hold financing for from its inception in 2014. But there really wasn't the, those options for, for borrowers um, until maybe it started 2010 at, at scale and then really, really expanded sort of in the last uh, probably 10 years, maybe even seven, last seven years. Um, and so that's really evolved. And then you also have, so, so that intro, introduction of all these uh, additional lenders has driven the cost of borrowing down for customers, right? So it's easier to borrow it, and leverage has gone up. So um, an, an investor can can put down 10% now and still be able to finance a, a, the acquisition and, and 100% of the rehab as we do at Lending Home, um, subject to you know the estimated as repaired value panning out, but um, it, it, it's made it a lot easier and really um, almost democratized investing in real estate in that way. Yeah, it, 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 it's fascinating how how financial technology or real estate I, 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 is is there a real estate? It's fintech. Is is real estate fall into that category? Or is it there- does. I think it does. <laughs> yeah, I think the real estate industry in in general is like the slowest to adopt or change. And right, we still have to sign those loan packages with the notary that comes to your house when you're closing on a home, um, in, in on paper, right? But it it definitely technology is really simplifying the process. And and you know, lending home has built. Um, proprietary tech and data systems that make this process simpler and faster. Um, and, and our tech and data applications have, have helped to set our customers up for success. I think, I think the statistic um, that we recently kind of unearthed or, or, or dug into was around uh, the lending home customers have, have been able to flip um, with a, a 93% of them have, have been successful or profitable in their flips when they've financed them with lending home. 
And the industry average is more like 75% are profitable. And so we see some of that layering of, of systems and tech and, and data analysis to help with the decisioning for our customers, to help guide them to success um, as really helpful for, for the small guy and the big guy for that matter in, in sort of growing those businesses and, and, and really um, you know, achieving those investment goals. Nice. So who, who, who are you endeavoring to serve? Who, 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 who are your clients? Sure. So we, I like to think of our customer base as kind of falling into three buckets. Um, we finance novices, right? First timers or folks that have done, you know, a couple transactions, whether that's a flip or they own a couple rentals. Um, then you have kind of the other side of the spectrum, which is the, the, the more institutional guys, they're vertically integrated. They have construction teams and they have a, a brokerage in, in-house and they have title in-house. Um, so that, that's kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. And then you have sort of the folks in the middle who um, maybe they still have a day job, maybe they don't, but it's they've got a truck and they're maybe doing you know 10, 10 deals a year kind of thing. Um, so we, we're really able to help all three um, types of customers because the system is sort of agnostic to whether or not you have a lot of experience or none. Got it. And before, uh, before lending home, where would they be getting the financing? Would they be reaching out to an actual, like a loan officer or going directly to the bank? Yeah. So a lot of community banks, um, did and will still finance, um, you know, fix and flip, fix and hold and rental properties. Um, I think the short-term financing, you know, the acquisition and renovation financing, um, that really was a, a little more difficult many years ago. And most, most borrowers had to do that, or most buyers had to do that cash. Mm. Um, or like I mentioned, go to a really expensive kind of local right. hard money guy. Um, but that's really what's evolved and, and, and the, the financing is, is much more readily available through sources that can, can lend to, uh, a, an investor huge or very small. Got it. So it's, it's folks who are looking for a short-term solution for just getting money to, for lack of a better term, fix and flip a property, but then also for somebody who wants to take out a long-term rental loan. Absolutely. So um, the lending home products are, are for both. So there's long-term rental loans and, and that short-term fix and flip, fix and stabilize with a tenant, right? And then refinance into a long-term rental loan. Hmm. Um, and, and many of the, the lenders in the space are, are also addressing both sides of that, uh, both sides of that life cycle. It seems... Is, is, is one of those harder than the other? I'm riskier, more uh, dangerous to you and to the borrower? Um, I, think, I think flipping is not as easy as it seems on the shiny HDTV sure. shows, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, uh, you know, there are, can be a lot of surprises when you you know, knock down some drywall. You don't, you don't know what you're right. going to find. And, and unless you've done it and, and know what to kind of think about beforehand, I think that can be um, daunting. 
I think we we have some really smart engineer data risk folks who have been able to sort of extract data from all of the all of the transactions that we've done over the years, plus layer on public you know public sources of information to be able to really apply kind of a risk model on a, on a related to a property and a flip, so that we are able to help. Uh, mitigate some of that risk mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Um, you know, and, and I think rentals represent their own challenge as somebody that owns several, you know, tenants are, you know, interesting sometimes, sure. um, you know, property managers are expensive. There, there's always, it's like owning a home. You're, you, <laughs> it's great, but it can sometimes be a giant uh, sucking sound out of your bank account. Big money pit for sure. That's right. That's right. So um, I think they rep- they have their own risks and challenges. I do. I-, I would love to be confident about swinging a hammer and flipping a house. I-, mm. I see opportunities all the time and think, God, that would be a great flip. And that's a great deal. I just don't <laughs> have the expertise. Plus I have a day job, right? Ha- like, uh, but, but guys like us are doing it and gals for that matter. They, they might have be partnered with their brother-in-law who's a GC and their sister's a realtor. And so they're able to kind of do one on the weekends type of thing, but they, they uh, align the resources and experts to help them through it. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I mean, I certainly, I think that, that, that anytime you are considering any kind of a, a, a new endeavor, certainly um, things are always going to not go quite as well as as you hope. And whenever there's human beings involved, um, it's going to go even maybe a little bit messier. So the more you can do on the front end to protect yourself and prepare for when your plan goes a little bit sideways, really the better. Um, so, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Could, could not agree with you more. Like always thinking about padding the numbers so that you have some extra, <laughs> some extra for the, for when things go awry, I think is really important, especially early on until you start to get a sense for, um, what based on the age of the property or the location of a property, what are the things that could potentially be wrong? You, you, you'd start to get, you start to get a sense for what those things could be and build that into your budget. But early on, I think you just have to, you know, give yourself a cushion. Hmm. Yeah, and the more education people can get in that, um, obviously, experience is going to be the best teacher. But uh, the the more we can prepare ourselves up front, the better. Because certainly, you want people to have wonderful and successful projects so that they continue to become great clients. You don't want people to have crappy experiences and for them to have a hard time. Right. Right. I mean, the worst thing is is for a new customer to then not have a successful. Um, you know, project execution, and and then then they're then they leave the business, right? Then they're not a customer again, and and so you sort of lose that customer because they just didn't have a good a good execution. And and there's things that we can do as a lender in the space for the length of time that we have been. So it's going a little over seven years now, and and you know, thirty five thousand transactions. We have a repository. We we see the patterns and what works and what doesn't for a type of property in a certain market and a type of customer, and 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 so we can help try to guide our customers. And you know, our, our feasibility team and our our construction team is really available to them all the time for questions and and, and that kind of coaching. I imagine that that's one of the things that people like the most about it. So yeah, for sure, for sure. What- you you know, technology is great, but. 
a lot of people still want to talk to a human when they mm-hmm. need a little a little uh, a little boost, right? Yeah, it strikes me that the the most successful uh, deals with technology is a marriage between good old fashioned human beings and then using the technology and putting those together. So could not agree more. Yeah. What does a really successful um, relationship look like from somebody getting on online, going to lending home to them just being, being a happy new homeowner or rental property owner? Yeah. So I think, um, I think it's twofold, uh, a great customer, especially from a lender's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It is super organized and communicative, right? And so th- there are certain things that that lenders are going to want to take a look at. They want to we want to understand we want to understand the risk of us not getting paid back. Yeah. So the things that that kind of point to the likelihood of getting paid back has to do with you know credit history and experience in the space, if any, and, you know, financial position, um, the kind of projects you've historically done, if any, are they very extensive or have you only ever done, you know, more lipstick types of rehabs? Um, and, and so as long as you are open and willing and, and can sort of offer up that information that the, that the lender is looking for, those are the best relationships, right? Um, and, and of course, we want our customers to leverage our technology and self-serve and, and be able to sort of um, solve things without necessarily always needing to, to follow up via a million emails because God knows we all get so many. But um, but that partnership is really what matters, I think, from, from a good execution and a good customer experience, both for us as the lender and um, for the customer. Yeah, it certainly does make sense. And I, I certainly hope that, that the majority of consumers out there are, are appreciative and understand that you are in the business of lending money out and that you would like to have the money returned to you. <laughs> but 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 you never know. I think that... Yeah, yeah it's true. And look, it, it's like, as long as you can present a really great case for what your exit plan is, l- lenders... They love to hear. We love to hear that. <laughs> start start with the exit. <laughs> it, yeah. Is uh, is is a little bit of my mantra. I like it. Perfect. Well, Stephanie, the people are ready for that difference making tip. What do you have for them? All right. Well, so my difference making tip is a little bit unrelated to real estate. I think it's just more around um, uh, sort of success and motivation and taking action. I recently have just been sort of diving into research around motivation and and getting out of the rut that I think we all kind of feel after being locked in our houses for 18 months with COVID. And uh, as an extrovert, I, it impacts me to not be able to be with people um, because I don't get that boost from, from being around them. I get energy and motivation from them. So my most important difference making tip is to not wait for the motivation to strike you just start taking small action. That, that taking the action is actually what drives and creates that motivation. And then it just self-reinforces. And so that's with real estate investing, if you wanna do it, just start taking steps to, take a, to, to learn, to educate, to research lenders, to research markets, to research partners that you could do it with, but just get started. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on, come on. Music to my ears right there. Just just getting started to begin, begin, Stephanie. Yes. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with Lending Home? Yeah. So of course, lendinghome.com. We have a great website. You can find me on LinkedIn, just Stephanie Casper. Um, and uh, yeah, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. We, we're, we're on all the social platforms. So um, yeah, come come check out Lending Home. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Stephanie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to lendinghome.com. Check out all the great resources that they've got. And like Stephanie said, just, just get started. Yeah. Thanks again, Stephanie. Awesome. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.